whenever my world falls apart I never lose hope or lose heart Whatever the form of the storm that may brew Not with you to lean on, darlings, you Hello and welcome to The Original Cast, a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Patrick Flynn. When Elliot Johnson was here to talk about Little Shop of Horrors, we got off on a tangent. That's really all I can say. It's, uh, you know, we start on the Tony Awards and then we drift to Sondheim and then Patti Lapone, and it's really not worth explaining. Just give it a listen. It's a lot of fun. We join the conversation already in progress. As I always do before we record it, I open up the Tony Awards page for that year if it's, if it's a... Uh, uh, a Broadway show that we're doing and as you've said as I opened it up it won nothing it, won. it was nominated for one Tony for Hunter for Hunter Foster a Seymour he lost to the host of the Tonys that year actually um, to Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman for yeah. Boy From Oz yeah I mean, not the first time you know Do you, did you know that in 1995 this is such a tangent but there were only two people nominated for Best Actress in a Musical mm-hmm. Rebecca Luker for Showboat and Glenn Close for Sunset Boulevard right. Glenn Close who was hosting the Tony Awards yeah. and then subsequently won her Tony well and the next year the host was Nathan Lane who won for Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum Just, it happens a lot in you know. the Tonys I, I, because they want a big star to host you know. And if the big star is nominated, it's kind of extra juice. And it's also performers. I think of like stage performers are better at this sort of thing than like movie performers. Like if you had, I mean, I can't imagine uh, who won Best Actor this year at the Oscars. At the Oscars? Yeah, or Best Actor. Uh, or like Emma Casey. Stone. Yeah, Casey Affleck. I really can't imagine that. But let's pick Emma Stone. <laughs> let's let's go the other way. Let's pick somebody I like. Let's go Emma Stone. I cannot imagine Emma Stone hosting the Oscars the year she's nominated. You know what I mean? Like I just. That would be so awkward and to the Oscars. But at the Tonys, which is more about – ostensibly it's more about a community. They talk a lot more about the theater community. It's all the people. They all work. They're all still working. They're working in the same place. I feel like that – it's weird. Do not get – because Neil Patrick Harris hosted the year he won for Hedwig, I believe. Is that right? No. No, that's not right. Hugh Jackman hosted yes. the year he won for Hedwig. That's right. Okay. Um, but it's not unusual for that because – I think for that reason, like it's just we're all just doing theater and it's fun in a lot of ways. Even though, of course, if you if you lose, it's yeah. not. Especially yeah, Sunset Boulevard. There were only two shows up for yeah. best musical: Sunset Boulevard and Smokey Joe's Cafe. Which there was yeah. only one nom. They had they nominated Andrew Lloyd Webber for best score. Um, <laughs> honestly, I against, have so many issues with Andrew no Lloyd Webber as an individual. Oh, also, it's his birthday. It's, today. it's in Sandy's and Stephen so birthday. Yes, give it the to Sandy. Record this always. now. You guys can all know when this comes out way in the future what day we recorded this on. <laughs> Only if up. you know their birthday. I think a lot of the people who listen to this podcast know what day Stephen Sondheim. I want to be friends is. with a lot of people who listen to well, this podcast. I can, let me introduce you to, to some people. Dozens of people. Well, and this is, though, as people may or may not know, this is Mencken and Ashman. This is yeah. Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast. And this right. is the show that got them that Disney attention because this was a hit, very big hit off-Broadway show. Um and they had a couple other shows they did in New York, but this is the one that got the you know the movie came out and and was you know the songs lasted and resonated and got you. I mean, as so often happens, Disney has an excellent history of looking and seeing who's working on Broadway and saying you write the next score to our show. And you know you have um, oh man, Stephen Schwartz. You have Stephen Schwartz. Obviously, you have Lin Manuel this last year with Moana. But um, the one I was actually thinking of was uh, Bobby Lopez. Bobby Lopez, yeah, coming out of Avenue Q and, and Book of Mormon, the getting plucked in to do to do Frozen, and and it it, it is an, it, it's a really smart idea to have them be like. And I, I really applaud Disney for also picking like this is a show about a plant that eats people. 
Book of Mormon, and neither Book of Mormon or Avenue Q could be Disney films, but right. they still know, like, oh, that's good songwriting. I know good songwriting right. when I hear it. And Mencken and Ashman's score is, is great. Oh, yeah. And I know a lot of people were hoping when this came to Broadway that they would be not only eligible for best score for this show, but win. And they were, I think they, I don't know if they were deemed ineligible or not, but they were not nominated in any no. event. Um, so that never I blame Carrie Butler. Oh, man, you are rough on <laughs> Carrie Butler here. Yeah. I love it. This is good. No, opinions are always, I like opinions. Yeah. Who was the director of this production? I'm looking this up right now. Um, I know that Sam Mendes was the one down in Florida. Surprise, surprise, dark Sam Mendes. <laughs> <laughs> At Coral Gables in Florida. Oh, on its way to, yeah. to Broadway. I see. Oh, Jerry Zaks. They brought in Jerry Zaks to direct. Jerry Zaks is a great director. But Didn't he do Lacage? He did the Lacage. He in did two thousand. Yeah, the, with the the Gavin Creel version. Yes, and he yeah. did the revival, the ninety three revival of um, Guys and Dolls. He does. I mean, that's he did his... the eighty eight version of. Uh, you know, he cost Lapone her Tony, and and of of anything well, goes. Okay, first of all, did... Patty Lapone has two Tonys. I know, so but let's, he. Let's but just... honestly, <laughs> don't feel don't cry for Patty. Lepone. I mean, but I mean... her Reno Sweeney. Why I mean, I love you. Say that. He, okay, hang on for wait, one second. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. wait a minute. Didn't he do 88's let's, Anything let's, goes. Let's 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 back. The I mean, Joanna up. Gleason won that year, so like not a loss say, to the community. Like, yeah, but I, I think you're I think you're off a little bit on on who who. Like, no, Joanna Gleason was brilliant, absolutely brilliant, in Into the Woods. Was Jerry Zach? Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> so you think? <laughs> no, I'm gonna say you're wrong. That uh, no, I mean. <laughs> Joanna Gleason was brilliant. I, honestly, her moments in the woods, best. she's the best Baker's wife oh, that's ever fantastic. existed yeah. of all time. Take she's that tremendous. Amy Adams. I don't know why they picked Amy Adams for that stupid. Uh, you mean um, not Amy Adams. Um, no, they picked her. In, the... No, no, no. Oh. The Shakespeare in the Park 2012. Oh, the Shakespeare in the Park. That's the last version oh. I, I don't. I you are going to talk about the movie. I'm the sorry, movie yeah. I don't acknowledge is canon. Oh, really? Uh, oh, wow. No. Jeez. They picked Emily Blunt. I was about to say, yeah. Emily Blunt. This is great, Elliot. Now, people never come in here and give opinions on performers. I love it. It's so fun. No, so they, you, did you see Amy Adams do it? Did, I've seen the, the YouTube video. I've seen the video. YouTube video. <laughs> because YouTube is like... <laughs> I want your entire audience to know, I've seen 15 Broadway shows and I paid for them. Okay. YouTube is just a little easier little, to get yeah. to. Like, little things like, I'm never going to make it to the region in the park. Like right. over the summer, yeah, and get tickets that people wait in line all day for, right? To go see Donna Murphy as the witch, which yeah, so good, so good, yeah, so I believe good. that. Yeah. Uh, and Jesse Mueller as Cinderella, which, and once again, Anna Kendrick, what, <laughs> what are you out there? Not, we're not even going to talk about her last five years performance, but as Cinderella, and then they made her belt the end of at the, the. Is anyone listening? <laughs> I don't – there were just so many issues, so many issues. <laughs> they almost picked that small child from England who's been on the Ellen Show 50 times, mm-hmm. Sophia Grace, right. to be, I mean, to be Little Red. Red. And yeah. then they picked Little Crawford, but they picked her at the wrong time because then she hit puberty and she couldn't hit any of the notes. <laughs> Man. All I right. don't acknowledge that movie. Okay. Fair. I'll take it. Um I think there's only really been one good movie adaptation of Sondheim's work so far, uh, and that's Sweeney Todd, in my opinion. Um, oh, wow. Incredulous look. Okay, good. Excuse Let's get into it. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Um, so you don't like Sweeney Todd, Tim Burton Sweeney Todd. Okay, so as much as I love Helena Bonham Carter, yes. she didn't get it. She didn't understand. 
I don't think Tim Burton understood. I really? think Tim Burton said that he was like, I do dark things. Well, right. He's, he's the Sam Mendes of, of movies. Sam uh, Mendes does make yes. movies, though. <laughs> That's true. Okay. <laughs> and just won an Oscar for direction. He's you know dead. what? I'll take that back. <laughs> Tim, Bur- <laughs> Tim Burton is the Tim he's Burton the of Sam movies. Mendes of movies. That's- <laughs> I was uh, watching... You made me think of this. I was watching an episode of Cribs once when I was in college, and somebody was showing off his stuff, and he showed off his car, and he just he was like, "This is a uh, a Bentley. That's the Rolls Royce of automobiles." <laughs> I've never laughed so hard in my life. I mean, and I can't. I still don't know to this day whether he was kidding or not, because he has like it. Well, absolutely not. Probably not. Absolutely no, not. I like to think that it was the like the best joke I've ever heard, but it wasn't. Anyway, so you were saying uh, Sam Mendes is the Timber. Tim Burton right. is the Sam. I mean, Tim Burton ruined Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. He, he did. ruined. He did. Sweeney Todd. He. Why do you think he? Ru- okay, because, I'm interested okay, in this. Honestly, yeah, I understand. Put your wife in everything. I get it. Sure. She didn't have to be Mrs. Lovett. No, she didn't. She didn't. She didn't. Um, also, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp did a better version as a wolf, as the wolf in Into the Woods, mm-hmm. than he did as Sweeney Todd. They were just miscasting. And then he put this hmm. odd, you know, if there was a point to that, um, I don't know, that blue, that grayish blue mm-hmm. tint he put on the entire movie, like if it had brightened up at the end, or like bright, like it was just. He got it wrong. He okay. didn't understand. He doesn't. Sweeney Todd is such a complex show, mm-hmm. um, semi-operatic vehicle that requires true actors and singers. And he got it wrong. Hmm. Okay, that's interesting. I was. I really like Sweeney Todd, the film. I love the show. Uh, I like the film because I think a, a mistake a lot of filmmakers make when they make musicals that are big is they try to match their size on screen and it can really, it can be impossible. Um, Hello Dolly, we're looking at you. Yeah, a lot, I mean so many. And, like, and, there's, and that's the era, it's like that late 60s, 70s, like when the musical really took a dive in the movies, I think it's because they were like, they're making moder- more modern musicals in this like 40s, 50s filming style and it just doesn't, it doesn't translate. And Sweeney, I think the interesting decision that was made was to take this Big show because Sweeney's a very big show, and strip it way down and make it a smaller movie with a co- focusing on the core central characters and really getting it down to its distilling it down to its essence. And I found that to be really interesting. I do prefer. I shouldn't. I don't want to be misunderstood. I prefer the stage production any day, but I was really interested in the choice that was made to to strip it way down. Now the. One objection I will I, – I do think I like Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter as actors in the Absolutely. part. Absolutely. I don't I, – I haven't seen it recently enough to speak to their singing abilities. I do know Sondheim signed off on it, but as I said about the Into the Woods movie a little while ago, what does he care really? The thing that bothered me about it was if you're going to cast Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter in those parts, they're actually too young to play those roles. Yes. So what that forced him to do was young up – everybody else so that Joanna had to be younger and Anthony had to be younger and because of that they looked like 14 year old kids in that movie and that made me very uncomfortable the, yeah. whole, the whole time that those are two young I don't know how old they are actually but very young performers to make Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter look age appropriate and it just kind of like 
Yeah, that that creeped me out. But I, I mean, it's a creepy show. I, I mean, a stripped down version. Look no further than the 2006 revival with Patti LuPone well, and see, Michael Cervers like. <laughs> and Bob Doyle. Now, I'm not saying it was right. Yeah, that I, I didn't tell enjoy. anyone to give Patti LuPone a tuba. <laughs> but they did. I had a friend. They took it. <laughs> they took it down to the ground. I had a friend who saw that show, saw that production, and didn't know the show at all. And he said, "I saw." Talked to him afterwards. Like I saw Sweeney, the revival, and I went, "Oh, how was it?" He said, "It was amazing. I have no idea what happened, but it was amazing. It was just an amazing." And he said to me, "What's the story of this show?" And I told him, "Oh, yeah, no, I didn't get. It. I got. I got some of that." And he's like, "I didn't get any of that from the yeah. That was yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Actually, I am a big fan of what Lincoln Center is doing with Sondheim's work recently." Started with like Company with Neil Patrick Harris mm-hmm. and like Patty Lapone. And I own that version on DVD. I As think that's how yes. good it is. Um, I actually prefer that opening number where they don't breathe through the yeah. entire We Love right before. I, I, I've i watched that sequence mm-hmm. maybe 25 times. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and then when they did the version with Emma Thompson and Audrey McDonald for Sweeney Todd, mm-hmm. um, I lost it. Okay. I watched the George Hearn, Angela Lansbury version. Yeah. And I didn't think, well, I also was younger and I don't think that I got it. Uh, and I was like, why does everyone love this one so much? Uh, I love that version. And yeah. then I saw him, you know, as an older person, mm-hmm. uh, as most Sondheim things were. Yes. You know, as an older person, you get it. So was. Right. Uh, and I was like, I'm really here for Audra, but like I'll stay for the rest. Right, and uh, and it was it was incredible. I I, I feel like what they're doing hmm. with his work is really good, and I hope that they do like a really nice version of Passion soon. Yeah, there was a well, they did a nice version of Passion around 2000. 2000. Oh. They did a revival oh. with Judy Kuhn, the Queen. Long oh, Beach 2012. Reign. Is that when that was? was yes, that that with, recent? Oh, wow. with Melissa Erico and Judy Kuhn and Ryan Silverman. Yeah, and that's yeah. a really. I mean, that's before then. Lincoln Center did do a version though with Patti Lapone, Audrey McDonald, and Michael Cerveris in two thousand. Two thousand. A passion. Yeah, that must be what I'm thinking of then. Lincoln Center. I'm yeah, the two up. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like Patti Lapone as. Fosca, uh, the <laughs> Fosca, uh, and she was supposed to be Fosca originally, and then she couldn't do it, so Donna Murphy did it, and then she won. Yeah, um, well, she's great. She's incredible. <laughs> she's amazing. Uh, You're really carrying a torch for Patty Lapone in this in, in this room because here. I used to hate her. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I had a real okay. So I'm terrible with like lyrics to begin with. Sure. And Patty Lapone's diction does not lend itself no towards knowing. To if you've ever seen the. N- 19, I think it's 89 Tonys, where Rosie O'Donnell brings back Jennifer Holliday, um, Betty Buckley, and Patti LuPone all to like sing their big numbers from their Tony Award winning performances. Oh, no, and Patti LuPone has to sing Buenos Aires, and it's a mess. Oh. <laughs>
the longest, I was like, I'm going to find a series of videos that will prove to me why everyone's in love with this woman. Mm. And I couldn't. Mm. Until 2008, when she did Gypsy, and I yeah. lost my mind. Oh, yeah, she's so and that, good in that is what also led me to Anything Goes. And that's what led me to her like stage show where she like sang like metal arc and being alive and my my I mean mm-hmm. Patty Lapone is my favorite version of being alive and I will fight oh from people. the Carnegie Hall Sondheim yes, celebration f- yeah mm, no oh well that's where she that's where I've yes, seen her do it yes 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 yeah, yeah, in like yeah. that gold yeah. jacket with the long black it was 93 very I mean, 90s yeah. very nice poof bouffant oh yes um uh that I don't I will fight people somebody Everyone who saw that terrible version with Royal Spicer. No, you don't like the version with Royal Spicer? I hate that. Oh, wow. Do you know why I hate that? Why? No. Stop putting. <laughs> Pop Doyle, I'm talking to you. <laughs> Stop putting instruments in people's hands. Well, yes, that is. And then, so they. Because that was after t- Sweeney, right? No, before Sweeney. It was before Sweeney. Because okay. Sweeney. No. Company was 06. They were right around the same time. Yes. Yeah. Um, we can look that up. That's easy. Because. You know, they, they want these people to play these instruments so bad right. um, that sometimes they will say, you know, subpar acting is fine. Um, the, well, it is. You do have to make a choice when you do that between like, occasionally. I, I was just talking about this with Kenny Neal when we talked about um, Starlight Express. Like sometimes if you make a bold choice like that, you have to decide between um, – it doesn't say what year it is – between um, – between, yeah, if you're picking like you need roller skaters or singers. And sometimes you're going to have to pick roller skaters over singers. So, right. like you say, sometimes you're going to have to pick ability to play the trombone or whatever over acting and singing ability because you need that instrument in the orchestra. Right. Yeah. And and by orchestra, like full orchestra, no other like yeah. accompaniment. Yeah. Someone taught Rolla Sparza to, to play, play the, the piano. piano. Right. Why? Well, to play Being Alive on the yeah. piano. Which, yeah. Why? Right. Thank goodness they had Barbara Walsh, a DC native, mind you. Oh. She went I to Georgetown Visitation. I did not know that. Fun fact. Uh-huh. Um, it didn't capture the essence of company. It just put instruments in people's hands. Mm-hmm. When they said Bob Doyle was directing The Color Purple when it came back, I said, if you oh, put no. a single <laughs> instrument <laughs> in any of these people's hands... You'll have a letter directly yeah. from me, um, <laughs> sir. <laughs> thankfully, no, he did not. no, he no did instruments. Not. I saw no. that production. Oh, did it you? was glorious. I saw it with I heard Jennifer really Holiday, and uh, I wish I had seen it with Heather Headley, but yeah. that's for another day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's yeah, it's a choice. I remember thinking, I, don't, I think, gosh, I don't remember which one came first. That's really the or the egg. that's gonna bother me. No, let me look this up real fast. Also, remember when I came here to talk, to talk we'll about to Little we'll Shop get, of we'll Horror? To it. <laughs> it's totally it. fine. I'm 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 the king of tangents. 
The original cast is produced and edited by me, Patrick Flynn. This episode was recorded at the Media Production Center at American University. Special thanks to Jeffrey Madison, Tom Fish, and Imani Mular. If you like the original cast, be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It's the easiest way to make sure other people find the show. The original cast is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at OriginalCastPod. You can follow me, Patrick Flynn, on Twitter at UnknownPenguin. My thanks to Elliot Johnson for coming down and talking to me. I'm Patrick Flynn, and I can't. I have rehearsal. Thank you.